My name is Alexander Weeks. And my name is Paige Foley, and you're listening to us on Above and Beyond. Mike Myers here with another episode of Above and Beyond, brought to you by the Reengineering Australia Foundation. REA's goal is to engage, inspire and educate students, teachers and industry about the value of STEM education and STEM career pathways. Today we've got Paige and Alex from Collaboration between two schools. Paige and Alex are from Penrith Christian School in Sydney. And you're collaborating with students from Mount View High School in Cessnock. Interview today, we're going to try and extract from these lovely young people what it's been like to get here so far, what their expectations are when they get to Abu Dhabi. So welcome to you both. It's nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So Paige, if we start with you, what's the journey been for you in F1 in schools? Yep. So I started F1 in schools last year in 2018. I joined our school's team called Vectory and I was the marketing and resources manager. So my role as marketing and resources manager, I needed to advertise our team and keep a strong and healthy relationship with our sponsors, as well as getting sponsors as well to fund the project. So what's your role, Alex? So I am the CNC operator, so I am an engineer for Ascension at the moment. My old team was Vectory. I joined in 2018. It was originally just five of us, and it was it was easy to talk because we weren't talking over a long distance. So um, engineering is one of the bigger things in the competition, so I was constantly trying to figure out new and innovative ways to um, improve and make this car go down the track faster. So how did you guys get to be in a collaboration team? What's the history of how did you win your way through? The Penrith Christian School team, Vectory, went to the Western Sydney Regionals last year and we placed first overall and we were very excited about that considering it was most of ours first season so we then went on to states and of course you refine your car design you know you rewrite your portfolio it's a very long process and at states we placed third overall and we were very excited and proud of our efforts states was a great time for us it's definitely where we learnt the most got great feedback from all of the judges Then in 2019, we went to the Australian National Finals and we placed third overall. This was an amazing achievement. We were not expecting it, but because we put in so much hard work and effort and it was definitely, you know, the whole team just banding together to make sure that whatever we put out to the judges was our best work. And I think that's what helped us place third. So from being third, you got an invitation to go to the world final. Yes, we did. We were over the moon excited. And then, you know, Reengineering Australia had partners up, partnered us up with Mountain View High School, Cessnock. So their old team was called Pentesolate. And partnering us together worked really well because we had a very strong engineering team and they um, were very good at enterprise. So coming together, we could play off each other's strengths and I think that's really going to help us when we go over to Abu Dhabi in just a few weeks. Explain to me what's involved in collaboration. For someone who doesn't know, what do you have to do between the two teams? So um, in a collaboration team, it's all about communication. If there's no communication, you're not going to get anything done. So our biggest struggle with at the start was communication because we were trying to figure out ways to communicate with each other via the 
spending four hours on a bus to actually go and see them up in Cessnock. So we ended up using Discord so we could live chat, send messages. So it was just easy communication. Then if anyone had questions, we could all jump on at the same time. We could all voice call. We could we could do anything within a broad range. We could create files and then we could talk just on that in that section. So this was our biggest innovative way that we uh, saw of communicating and this is how we've communicated ever since. And with about two weeks left until we go to Worlds, it's Discord has been going off the chart for us. It's non-stop communication and that's what's kept us going because we're always communicating with each other, finding out what do we need to do before we go, how can we improve something. And uh, it's constantly renewing uh, what we didn't know because someone will send out something that no one else knew and then we can talk about it, we can spend a few hours learning, uh, improving it, inventing it and without any communication we, didn't even, we wouldn't even be able to go to Worlds but here we are, we're, we're still communicating with each other and we're on our way to Worlds. Given the, that you need to break roles down between the team and the schools, one might say over distance, how did you go through the process of deciding how you would slice and dice the project? Vectory spent four hours in a bus tra- travelling up to Cessnock so we could speak face-to-face so it wasn't uncomfortable for anyone over the phone. We thought that was the best way to do it and then we spent a good five hours up there talking about job roles and who's going to take it and how, how it's going to be um, sponsored and how all the materials are just going to come together. And in the end, everything got decided within a good three hours and then straight away we went from deciding who's in the t- team and how's it going to work, we decided to how we're going to so funding is a big part of that how did you manage the funding process yep so coming back from nationals we decided that the best approach would be face-to-face or phone calls emails are just not an efficient way to communicate with companies because you know it allows them to just ignore it so we first decided that we want to get into meetings with companies so it would generally start off with a phone call and then you know another phone call follow-up email just trying to get into a meeting rather than trying to pitch our team and our brand and the f1 in schools competition over the phone we wanted to do it face to face is that responsibility with you or with the other team or did you share it? Yeah, it was definitely a shared effort. Um, definitely being in Sydney, there were a lot more businesses that we had access to who were ready to fund the competition and our team. But yeah, both ends definitely tried hard. As soon as we found out we were in a team together, all of our minds went to straight to sponsorship and that was the first thing to tick off the list. I think you're both lucky to get some, a little bit of money out of the... Department of Industry, is that correct? Yes. We you were should very, give them a plug. Yes. The Department of Defence Industry were, we applied for a grant with the Department of Defence Industry for students in STEM competing in international competitions. Thankfully, we were granted it and that definitely provided for a big part of our funding. I think we should thank Karen Andrews or Minister Andrews who has actually been a judge for everyone in schools for many years. So I think she understands what everyone in schools is all about. So we must thank the Department of Industry for their support. And I think they supported both schools, which I think made the job a little bit easier for you. In preparation for the World Final, what do you think has been the most difficult things to bring together or to make happen? 
I think the most difficult thing was making decisions. You know, you can very easily come up with new ideas and say, what about this and this and oh, this would be really cool to do. But just everyone coming to the same conclusion saying, nah, this is what we're doing, so we're going to do it. <laughs> That's definitely been the most difficult part because obviously everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own preferences. Um, but Alex was saying before, just making sure that we were communicating and we could all come onto the same page. It was very mature of us all and definitely, you know, mimicked what it would be like in a real life situation if we were you know running an actual business in decision making alex an awful lot of that goes on in the engineering process and designing a car because there's many permutations and computations how did you handle that because i know the other team is quite strong in ideas of what should be a good engineering project i think yeah, so how we actually figured it out was we let Cessnock design a car with Brock and through doing that through about a week, we got sent the actual mill code and we'd mill it off and then we'd test it through um, different wind tunnels and um, CNC programs and then we'd actually try and figure out, okay, this can be improved. Uh, what else can we improve? Can we improve improve the, the wing, the back wing? Can we improve the side pods, the virtual cargo? Next thing you know, we've got me, Brock and Caleb talking to Cessnop for a good six hours and we've come up with a definite Im- improvement over the car ever since. And it's just been a few little tweaks here and there on the car. And without us doing any testing, we wouldn't be able to have a car that we're happy with now. So like one of our first designs was only a one-sided wing. So it wasn't attached on two sides. And the biggest issue was that is that it was causing too much drag, but it was easily the most aerodynamic wing we had made. So we ended up putting a two connected wing on and that saved us a lot of issues because then we didn't have regulations slightly being bent. It was more efficient for us. And in doing so, we've now got a fast car. I must point out there's the regulation, the book of regulations for an F1 car nearly is as complex as a full F1. Oh, pretty close. It's it's about 80 pages long if I'm if I can remember off the top of my head. And this year the, there's been a number of changes to the rules to make the cars look even more like real Formula One and that's all impacted aerodynamics. Yes, yeah, so the rules have definitely changed to suit an actual F1 car. So we had to change all our designs to fit to fit that. And in doing so, the regulations have um, shown us different openings that we can figure out a way to actually make our car faster. But in doing so, there will be a lot of different differences in um, car designs and manufacturing methods. And in doing so, it's just a complex process you have to go through. Australia currently holds the world record. We've been the fastest car for a few years, but now with these real changes, I think it's an open slather. Again, we don't know which country, and I think there's 55 teams competing this year. Yeah, that's about right. So it's going to be very tough competition. So of all of these things you've done, what's the easiest thing so far? Uh, Booking the tickets? Uh, <laughs> well, that proved... Um bit difficult as well not a very seasoned traveler the easiest thing probably all of the times we got to stay back at school and ordered kfc and, and had a nice little snack <laughs> yeah is uber eats yep uber eats <laughs> yeah. we should get them to sponsor us <laughs> it, it was mostly just for the benefit of us keep, keeping ourselves awake so we could keep working <laughs> yeah so how much effort's going into this in terms of time how much extra time if you put in Every Thursday we stay back for about an hour and a half, two hours, but obviously leading up to competitions, you know, you start staying back maybe two or three days a week. 
Every recess and lunch, we're working on the car, reading emails at home. You're once again just checking emails, coming up with ideas, communicating as well, just making sure that you're all on the same page. You can spend easily an hour and a half a day just reading through chats, reading through what everybody else has said. So pretty much no matter where you go or what you do, you are always just checking up and doing F1. Sounds like you're running your own company here. Oh, very similar to that. Just like a company, you have your own brand name, your business, you have, well, not so much staff, but team members. And it definitely mimics what running a business would be like, especially the business side. So we need to keep track of all of our funds. We have, you know, your spreadsheets, your Word documents. It's definitely similar to what running a business would be like, especially with the funds. You know, you need to keep track of all of them in a professional manner, making sure, you know, you're keeping all of your receipts and you can plug it in and everyone has access to it to know what funds are available. What's the budget that you are working around? Okay, so going overseas is definitely very expensive. The initial budget was about 40,000 but then we realized that that would be squeezing it a little bit tight so we have successfully raised around 50 60,000 dollars and that's covered all of our funding for the time being what are you in school are you guys in I'm in year 10 and I'm in year 10 too so for the audience we have um, a team of year 10 students who've gone out and raised 60,000 dollars to fund a venture basically, and they're marketing it, selling it, putting it together, and you'll be delivering in Abu Dhabi. Sounds very impressive to me. Long journey. With Abu Dhabi coming up in about 15 days, I'm not sure when you guys are leaving, but that's about the time frame. What, what are you looking forward to about competing and about Abu Dhabi? I am very excited to experience the atmosphere of the competition. You know, your favourite thing about F1 in schools is the competition atmosphere. You just have all of these young people who are passionate about STEM and F1 in schools. And, you know, you get to talk with people who are like-minded about the competition. That's definitely what I'm most excited for. I'm pretty excited to actually meet new people and discuss how they got here and, and all their uh, journey through milling the cars because um, my biggest thing I want to learn when I'm over there is how difficult it was for everyone else and how they overcome their challenges because that's what that's what we've been doing f- for the past six weeks now. We've been overcoming challenges. So that's what I'd like to find out. And the atmosphere at the competition as well, that would be greatly appreciated because I'm... I've never gone to a world competition like this before, so it's going to be truly exciting for me. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Have either of you travelled overseas before? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Um, definitely not as far away as Abu Dhabi. This will be my longest flight. <laughs> this will also be my longest flight. Have you have you done any research about Abu Dhabi and what it's like there? Uh, yeah, I have. I've done um, research about uh, the culture over there, the temperature, the humidity, different racetracks, uh, F1 tracks, uh, car companies while we're over there ju- just to have a look at all the sports cars and everything because, you know, you're not, you're not going to get a chance like this in a lifetime. And who would you like to meet in Abu Dhabi? Oh, probably Daniel Ricciardo. I missed him at Nationals, so... <laughs> so given you're only 20 days away, what's left to be done? Oh, well, there's quite a bit to be done, but there always is, you know. Um, We're in our final stages of editing the portfolios, so that's always a big chunk out of the way when it's done. Pretty much everything's been sent off for printing. Cars will be um, painted within the next couple of days. 
you've all got your verbal presentations finished. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the process of practising them at the moment. <laughs> it is not uh, unusual for teams to be writing them when they arrive at the, the world final. We have seen that a few times in the past. So the advice is to make sure it's done early as you, if you can. Yeah. So good luck. Uh, I think uh, you, you're in for a surprise. It is a tough competition, but I'm sure when we meet the people from all around, there's 40 odd countries coming. So when you meet everybody, it will be a fantastic experience. And and I look forward to doing an interview with you both um, and the rest of the team when we're sitting in Abu Dhabi. So good luck in Abu Dhabi. Thank you. Thank you.